Hello and welcome to a special spooky scary episode of It's Symbolic. I'm Jacob Savage. I'm Mir. I'm Ben. Well, like our old friends the Shags would say, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's time for tricks. It's time for treats. I, I don't well, know where I'm going with this. but It's it's like a Price is Right uh, episode that we can get closest to Halloween without going past Halloween uh, episode. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the way this works. I live my life by Price is Right rules. <laughs> Thanks, Drew Carey. Yeah. Minimum of one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Is Drew, was Drew Carey Prices Right? Is he still doing it? I think he is. Hmm. I, don't I think remember. he's still doing it. Is he still doing it? I mean, I know he's not doing anything else. I know he's not on Whose Line now. That's Aisha Tyler now. Yeah. Is and is Wayne Brady still doing that one uh, that one game show? I think it was like Let's Make a don't, Deal. Don't maybe I don't lyrics. remember which one was he did. It? it was the lyrics one, right? Name that tune. Uh. Huh. I think he's on the Who's Line reboot, actually. So yeah, he is. I guess you can do two things at once. So I don't know why I thought that that meant he couldn't possibly also be on this game show or whatever. Exactly. Anyway, it's... What were we talking about? We're talking about um... Halloween. And even though I haven't done anything special for Halloween in like eight, ten years, it's still one of my favorite holidays. I play, yeah. like, I do, like, Me spooky too. stuff. I play spooky games on Halloween or something like that. Ooh. It's my One year little... I watched RoboCop. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's gorier than I expected. It is, isn't it? He shoots a guy in the dick. What do you expect? He shoots a guy in the dick! <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not talking about a film where a guy gets shot in the dick. Unless you want to. Should guess... we... Well, we we haven't done the research. We could talk no, about go think. down Does all of the list shot the of shot dicks and films that we know of. I think there were some there were some people getting shot, but I think it was mostly head and torso, like nothing below solar plexus mm. uh, featured here. Yeah. But regardless, we are here to talk about the 2007 horror classic, Trick or Treat. <laughs> Have either of you seen this film before? Either someone is... I'm kind of confused as to why 2007 is qualified as classic when we've discussed much older stuff on here <laughs> that did not get any such qualifier. Mm. Because horror fans are quick to make such judgments. Oh, so you're saying that they're easy then? I I, I don't know. I you hear that? Jacob's, Jacob's calling you out. Horror is a difficult genre. So, I mean, you have to, you have to deal go with... through so much shitty horror that when you find something good, <laughs> you gotta hype the yeah. hell out of it. Did either of you really know this movie going in? I mean, I knew of it. I'd never actually seen it. I have a lot of friends who love it a lot, though. 
Yeah, likewise. Uh, I knew very little. I had heard the I had heard the title, and that's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah, and I, I mean like heard the title as in specifically in the context of it being a movie title, not like oh yeah, I've heard people say trick or treat before <laughs> because like <laughs> it's actually just a mass advertising campaign. <laughs> Damn, they really know how to go viral, huh? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Whenever you have children show up to your house this year asking for trick or treat, just give them Wait, a no, copy I, of this I, movie. I saw it. I saw it. I'm good. <laughs> Either that or they're asking for the movie. Oh, that's true. The, handing out DVDs is kind of expensive. Maybe you can do, like, yeah. fun-sized DVDs. Mm. <laughs> How do you do a fun-sized DVD? I don't know. I was hoping that you guys would just laugh and we could end that joke. A mini-disc? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those discs you get from, like, a McDonald's Happy Meal where it's, like, half the size. <laughs> like a GameCube disc size. There you go. <laughs> I remember I have one, I think. Uh, one for, like, Bionicle and one for Yu-Gi-Oh. I was gonna say, it would be like those, like the anime episodes that they would put on cartridges on Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance video, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those Game Boy Advance video cartridges with Trick or Treat on it. Do you know that they actually have packed not... Uh, not just one, but two movies onto a single Game Boy Advance video card that's like 32 megabytes. Jeez. You can go online and purchase a dual uh, Shrek Shark Tale Game Boy Advance video pack <laughs> that looks like absolute shit. It's remarkable that they thought that was an okay product to sell. Because it is. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I love it. Are, 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 um, are you anyways, doubting <laughs> their ability to... Anyways, <laughs> Trick or treat. Yeah. This is not a DreamWorks film, for one thing. No, it, it it's it's really not. I I can only imagine the treatment that it would have gotten. But no, this is Warner Brothers. The film is written and directed by Michael Doherty, who actually based it off of a short film that he made while he was at NYU. So So like when are we talking? And is it like what what medium was like live action um this was an animated short feature in 1996 ah. huh. huh animated which yes it features a small trick-or-treater who is getting stalked by a stranger on halloween night and eventually gets cornered in an alley but things don't go so well for the stranger hmm hmm we'll get back to that but Eventually, Dirty did write a, a few pictures for Brian Singer, who produced Trick or Treat, most notably the second X-Men movie and Superman Returns. But, I, yeah. I could not tell you which movie was the second X-Men movie. <laughs> it was called X2. I feel like it's probably there however many reboots or whatever. True. I People come here for our superhero expertise. I must once again it's reiterate. It's X2, which is an X-Men movie, not the prequel to XXX. Hmm. Hmm. Superheroes sound hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Hmm. What's, what's a Superman? I don't I don't know. Hmm. Well, Trick or Treat was based off of Season's Greetings, and was filmed in 2007 and scheduled for a wide release on October 5th, 2007. During the spookiest time of the year, 
and Goblin should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a stranger's house. And never go out alone. <laughs> And should we get into the actual content? Just get right down to it? That's your call, my man. Shh. Sure. I mean, there's not too much background to get into. There was a guy, he made a thing, he worked a bit more, and then he based, he made something else based off of the first thing. I like it. We need to keep this episode shorter to make up for last week. <laughs> God. Anyway, so... The film takes place in the town of Warren Valley, Ohio. Which uh, you know is spooky right off the bat, because it's Ohio. Mm. Is that what was so creepy about Heathers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just, if it's, if it's Ohio, you know, like, it's just bad news. Mm. Yeah. But this town is really into Halloween. Is it like the one from Nightmare Before Christmas? That one's, like, named after Halloween, I think. Y'all like Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> yeah, one of the major aspects of the film that we keep on returning to is this festival where people are dressing up, some for superstition, some for festivities, but Halloween is big here. But all in the spirit of fun. Yes. Werewolves, zombies, and demons of every variety. They've all descended on the normally sleepy town of Warren Valley, Ohio, where the holiday and all of its strange traditions are taken very seriously. It's only 8 o'clock and the streets are already packed with costume visitors, some to show off, others to blend in, but all to celebrate the magical night of Halloween. The one night a year when we can pretend to be the scariest thing we can think of. And this film is actually told non-chronologically. So, it can be a bit confusing to describe, but we'll go in the order that most of the content is shown in. Wherein there's five distinct stories, and most synopses have a set order for each of them. Yeah, I feel like the movie itself was generally pretty, like, segregated into those specific sub-stories. There was some, like, interweaving, but generally the thick of each one was pretty independent. Exactly. So, our opening involves husband and wife Henry and Emma, who return after a terrible time at the festival because Emma hates Halloween. This is a great idea, honey. Really. It's just magical. It makes me wish every night was Halloween. I'm sorry, Em. Yeah, she wants to take down the decorations, like, while there's still trick-or-treaters out. Yeah. She just can't even, she just can't even fucking stand looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, what a she's been wearing this bulky robot costume. Robot suit, it's dope. It has these fun, yeah. like, these, these fun stretchy arms and everything. That's great. <laughs> there you go. But... As her mother is coming into town the following day, they have an argument over whether or not to take down the decorations. Wait, wait, not yet. What? You're supposed to keep them lit. Why? Uh, ancient tradition? Henry, it's Halloween, not Hong Kong. <laughs> Baby, I'm lit, and you're lit. Honey, I... My little friend here, 
This night's over. And Eventually. To fuck. Yeah. Eventually, he relents with the promise of sex. Gotta love men. And she goes about taking down the decorations, only to be attacked by an unseen assailant covered in one of those old ghost bedsheets. It's it's a classic. It's maybe not the most original, but like, you know. It worked in Halloween. It's Halloween-like. Yeah. Eventually, Henry does come out to see what's taking her so long and discovers that she is dead and has been placed on display. Oh, no. Yeah. You hate that. Mm-hmm. Pretty ironic. Uh, is that all you're going to go for? The pretty um, ironic angle? I mean... I thought maybe some of our less astute viewers out there might not appreciate the irony, so I thought I would highlight it. She hated the decorations, but now she is (laughs) pretty subtle. (laughs) You gotta give me this. It's like we're dubbing over an old cartoon. Following this, we go back to earlier in the night to our first segment, The Principal. Now, this immediately starts off with this kid that's not even in a costume committing petty vandalism. And yeah, just... smashing pumpkins, dragging his pillowcase of candy on the meadow, the wet, muddy ground. And also unlawful candy theft. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the sign specifically said to take just one. But uh. However, he's caught in the act by the homeowner he's trying to take the candy from, Principal Wilkins, who is played by Dylan Baker. Mr. Wilkins isn't necessarily mad at this kid for it. He tells him to sit down, talk a bit. He has a giant knife, but it's for the for jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> it's for the jack-o'-lantern. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Have some candy. Have Make some at fucking home. candy. It's Halloween. Let's enjoy the spirit together. Yes. On this porch, you and me, together, on Halloween. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That can't be good for your diabetes, Charlie. Uh... Don't waste a good lie on this. It's just candy. Guess it's a good thing I got more. Why don't you sit down? Stay for a minute. Oh, I can't. I've... Sit down, Charlie. But Wilkins' primary issue with what this kid is doing is that it breaks all of the traditions. These traditions are there to help us. You know, there's the whole pagan roots of the holiday, which we'll probably get into a bit later with the jack-o'-lanterns. I mean, and... in what in what way is vandalism not also part of Halloween? That's tradition? extremely true, actually. True. <laughs> <laughs> what part of vandalism involves taking three pieces of candy instead of one? That's true. That's fucked up. 
Yeah. That's just irredeemable. Like, lava a few eggs at a house, no big deal. Taking three pieces of candy, you're, that's like a war crime, basically. <laughs> exactly. Halloween war crime. Which brings us to the most... I think in- it's in... I think it's in the Geneva Convention. Yeah, it probably is. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but that brings us to the most important rule of the lecture. Always check your candy. Needless to say... What? Why is that? Principal Wilkins has poisoned the candy that he has given to this child. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is credit. How could you really check for poison? You know? You can like if there was a razor blade in it or something. That's sort of some, that's something you could see, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it is shown that he also gives out candy with razor blades in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a deleted scene that shows children checking their candy after going to his house. So, <laughs> I guess you can tell Principal. because the wrapper's open or something. I don't know. Yeah. You probably have after... to stop killing people, Principal. Well, after like a two-minute scene. Where of him vomiting up blood yeah, that made me s- someone with severe emetophobia that was not a pleasant thing to watch. I I had literally like ordered food right before getting to that scene, and I was, oh, so I was debating whether or not to continue a bit further along, and I'm really glad I did because otherwise, if I was eating when that happened, I would have been pretty bummed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check the food. Check the food. You know, you can't just have a dead kid on your porch, so he drags the kid into his house. And we're treated to wacky shenanigans when trick-or-treaters come. And he's still covered in blood. There's a recurring, yeah, thing where nobody can really tell shit's up because it's Halloween and everyone's all covered in blood and shit anyways. Yeah. It... Later on in the night, he's disposing of what I can only assume is another body in his backyard. (laughs) Yeah. Where he is, A, pestered by his awful, terrible child, and nearly caught in the act by his curmudgeonly neighbor, Mr. Krieg. So when you say when you say that his child is awful, are you just talking about his horrible, unjustified shit talking of Charlie Brown? Because that was pretty fucked. That that is a major aspect. Yeah, but yeah. They're just awful that to was each other. For. This is a bad family. This is a bad family. They do a bad job. Daddy, I'm back from trick or treating. Billy, shh. Please be quiet. Why? Because you'll bother the neighbors. Now go watch Charlie Brown, and I'll be in in a minute. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Billy Wilkins. Language. They're, they're not very good at the whole family thing. But the primary factor, once he has finished burying this body in the backyard... Is well, after splitting its skull, just to, yeah, finally finish the Yeah, job. yeah. While in a conversation. Wilkins. What in God's name are you doing down there, Wilkins? Huh? Hiding bodies? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. It's the septic tank is acting up. Is that what that smell is? I'm afraid so. Then fix it! <laughs> it stinks like a dead whore out here. I'm trying. His son's primary issue is carving the pumpkins. Because... You know, what better time to carve the jack-o'-lantern 
than 8 p.m. on Halloween night. <laughs> After you've gotten trick-or-treating. <laughs> this kid's just been slacking. That's, he has yeah. to deal with his horrible slacker, procrastinating child. He needs help with the eyes. He needs help with the eyes. What's so hard? It's just a triangle. Come on. <laughs> but... It's like the easiest part. You don't even have to make it round. Just do fucking whatever. Who cares? Yep. It's it's still spooky if the eyes are like lopsided. I mean, I'd be screaming, but then I'd notice the poor craftsmanship and just wait a second. <laughs> That's not scary. That's just lazy. Yeah. Or is it that bad art makes it scarier? <laughs> That's true. I, I'm I'm talking in a general sense. Please don't feel discouraged if you are a shitty pumpkin carver. We're, we're not trying to be a cringe compilation, I swear. Daddy, I want to carve a pumpkin. Daddy, I want to go to the parade. Daddy, I wish mommy was still alive. I haven't carved a pumpkin in years. Neither have I. I didn't really like the process of pumpkin carving just because it's messy and pumpkin guts are a pain in the ass. Yeah. But if you roast the pumpkin seeds afterwards, that shit's tasty. Mm. That was probably my favorite part. Yeah. You know, they're gonna carve the pumpkin, and there is a knife and a kid that he clearly does not like. So, what's the clear conclusion here? He's going to help his son uh, carve a pumpkin. Or, rather, he's going to help no his child carve a shitty kid's head. <laughs> yeah. It's bonding. That's it's what we call pumpkins in this family. <laughs> it's a bonding experience. Yeah. Do they ever call it a pumpkin, or do they say, like, jack-o'-lantern the whole time? I think they say jack-o'-lantern the what? whole time. Okay, I see. Which, I mean, I guess a jack-o'-lantern might not have to be a pumpkin. I mean, maybe. they used to be turnips. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds awful, actually. <laughs> I've seen pictures. That sounds... And they're, in, they're a lot scarier <laughs> than pumpkins. <laughs> go, go figure. <laughs> I guess that there really is a direct correlation between how shitty something is and how scary it is. There you go. Let's carve a scary face this time. A scary face it is. Uh, we're just gonna leave the principal be. Just know that there is this terrible mass murderer let, in the neighborhood. Let them have their fun. You don't yeah. need to intrude. Exactly. And we'll go on to our next story. The school bus massacre revisited. Thanks, Mrs. Henderson. That's a great costume. I know. Isn't it just perfect? <laughs> you want a drink or something? It'll be our little secret. Sure. No, thanks. But, um... All right. Oh, man, this, this sounds tasteful. Yeah. Or, you remember how the last story started with a shitty kid? How about four shitty kids? Oh no, they're multiplying. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but we see this beginning in the previous story where these kids, led by this girl, Macy, are going around asking not only for candy, but for people's jack-o'-lanterns. Which is kind of a shitty thing to do. It's just like, I spent time on that. You can't just Yeah, like, what the hell? It. Make your own fucking decorations. <laughs> what do you even need them for? And once again, all these people are procrastinating on their Halloween decorations. It's pretty it's fucking late to put a jack-o'-lantern out now, Macy. Yeah. Idiot. Well, she doesn't want them to, for decoration. Oh? What oh. else could they be used for? Well, they stop to pick up a fifth member of their little group, Rhonda. A girl very knowledgeable about the holiday, who's heavily implied, I think, to have either Down syndrome or Asperger's. Yeah, she seems pretty, like, autistic-coded. Yeah, I mean... Like, she talks about all the pumpkins she's carved and, like, the how she made the her costume herself and stuff. Yeah, I mean, she... And starts... She's also the in- best in- character in this movie. She, it, it's not poorly yes. handled yes. in the slightest. No, I thought she seemed pretty... How do I put it? Just, like, pretty grounded. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of awful ways to do something like that, but it was tastefully handled in this scenario. The other kids yeah, say shitty so. things, but the narrative does not. You must really like Halloween. You mean Samhain? What? Samhain, also known as All Hallows Eve, also known as Halloween. Predating Christianity, the Celtic holiday was celebrated on the one night between autumn and winter when the barrier between the living and the dead was thinnest and often involved rituals that included human sacrifice. I like your eye patch. These kids are going to take Rhonda on a little field trip over to the local rock quarry where something bad happened. Oh no, was it rocks? No. No, it it wasn't rocks. Rocks are uh, a good thing in a rock quarry. Yeah. I guess Rocks are a good thing in general. I guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's a sort of proximal thing where it's like, you know, a rock on the ground is good that has that's like multifunction, but a rock that's like above your head and <laughs> yeah. with kinetic energy is less good. <laughs> That's the sort of thing you need to take into account. Yeah. So I hope that it's more of the former at this quarry. Great. A rock quarry. Nice way to celebrate Halloween, Macy. Why are we here? To pay our respects to the dead? What happened? Did somebody die here? Wait. Is this where... It is, isn't it? This is where that school... Shut up, Sarah. The Halloween school bus massacre. Just don't call it that. What's she talking about? It's this awesome town legend. There's this bus full of crazy... Jesus, will you shut up and let me tell the damn story? You said a bad word. The actual bad thing that happened was 30 years ago, where there was this school bus full of quote-unquote disturbed children. Ooh, great. (laughs) Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Jury's still out on how tastefully that's handled. (laughs) Yeah, well, they keep I have an referring idea. to them by uh, the R word. Uh, do they? I, I, I missed no, it, that. But It was, once again, I think the shitty kids, so it's also a case of the narrative doing it in order to paint you know, them as being insensitive, I think. But on the other hand, it's still sort of, in the end, well, not to spoil it, but they become ooh, spooky, scary. So. Yeah, it's 
an yeah. urban legend. And she doesn't where she doesn't call them that like while she's telling the story, but they do like around to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the bus driver was paid by the families of these children to do something. It's not clear what. Probably poison them because these kids' families are shitty. Yeah. Like, in, this is implied to take place during the 70s, but still shitty. Always shitty. Yeah, always shitty. I'm not... I'm explaining it. I'm not excusing it. No, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. However, one of the kids broke free and in an attempt to drive back home, brought the bus off of a cliff and into the nearby lake. Because most of these kids were literally chained to their seats, Jesus Christ. They all drowned, and the bus driver escaped and has not been heard from since. So, I don't know how you know he escaped. Um, he just seems like a lucky fellow. He seems like he had that survival instinct. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that part of the story was the most, like, legitimately upsetting for me. Like, not even really in a scary way, but just in, like, a, I have disabled family members. And the fact is, like, it's very much a reality that people will murder their disabled children. Yeah, touching the whole topic on, quote-unquote, you know, children with disabilities being a burden on their parents is, like... (laughs) very touchy yeah yeah i don't even know where to go from there back in the modern day these kids are going to pay respects they brought eight jack-o'-lanterns for the eight murdered children they just seem like such a respectful bunch so far that's really like the image i've got one of them's dressed as an angel what do you Mm -hmm. expect that's so true that would be pretty ironic once again if she did something bad yeah you know (laughs) it sure would They have to go down this old elevator, which can only hold three people. So some of them go ahead, while Rhonda and another one of the kids have to wait up top. However, when it's their turn to go down, the other children are missing. Rhonda sets off alone. But what do you know? There's these scary, shuffling figures in the mist. After she has been terrified and her personal property is destroyed. Yeah, well, I that didn't even add up to me until now when I realized, like, you're led to believe that they're, like, actual zombies. But they intentionally stepped on her glasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boy, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But it I was mean, just a trick. Just a prank. Yeah, it's just a prank, bro. One of the kids does seem a bit remorseful, but the others... I'll go to clean up, and one of them kicks a jack-o'-lantern into the lake, which awakens something. And what do you know? These child zombies do appear. Oh, no. Yeah. So They hate imitators. Yeah. <laughs> no doubles. So, nah, the real ones need to, need to stand up. Mm-hmm. But these kids are chased down. One of them is clearly killed, 
and they make their way back to Rhonda, who's in the elevator. They beg to be let in and brought up, and she abandons them. Good for her. Yeah. Th- no. Yeah. These are pretty it's shitty what kids. They deserve. Good call. Yeah, they deserved it. Open the gate, please. And if there's any ambiguity over their fate, uh, you hear a lot of screaming and bone crunching as she makes her way back up. Yeah. I mean, things... She didn't have a really good time, but at least she survived it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has a story to tell, and really, what's more valuable than that? Mm-hmm. This is Memories. probably actually the best handled of the segments. And like yeah. I said, I love Rhonda as a character so much. We need more protagonists like that. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. Story three, Surprise Party, which is probably the most interlaced of these not so much in terms of elements keep on popping up but we keep on returning to it throughout the story i think it's actually the first batch of characters we're introduced to after the prologue it is i am not wearing this too small my tits keep popping out that's the idea i don't know why we drove out here when there are perfectly good guys in the city fresh meat it's what we do every halloween lori whatever happened to trick-or-treating Puberty. Last year we were in Tampa and we went to sexy nurses. No, Janet, Tampa was two years ago. I remember because you puked while doing a guy in the back of his pickup. I ate some bad Mexican and it was a Jeep. Last year was San Diego. We dressed as sailors and ended up with sailors. Yeah. And Maria Sailor was a girl. So what? She had a nice ass. It all tastes the same in the yeah. Ladies, there were Just some fun loving babes out for a yeah. Uh, for a little scare and a little something else you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah we follow a group of young women who are in town for one night only for the hottest halloween party in the area our hot halloween singles in your area Mm -hmm. and they're all dressed like (laughs) disney princesses (laughs) not nothing sexy Sexy disney princesses which what what would except for one yes. who's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood? Yes. What would Disney princesses look like as sexy Halloween babes? Oh, watch here to find <laughs> Thank out. Thank you, Buzzfeed. Lori, come on out. No. Open up. No. Open the door, or we'll huff and we'll puff. Come on, seriously, open up. Fine, just don't laugh, okay? Yeah, our. Main character for this segment is Lori, played by Anna Paquin, who is the youngest of the group, and as a result is forced to wear a Little Red Riding Hood costume, which she finds embarrassing, because it's her first there's really time. Just, there's no thematic unity between her costume and the rest of the group. 
Yeah. So I'm not sure why they really just allowed that to happen. Hmm. Unless it were to become ironic. Yeah, who knows? Who Who knows? The other girls all make fun of her. Because she's 22 and a virgin. Oh, the horror. Oh my god, I can't fucking believe it. That's the real spook here. Yeah. Oh my god. A young girl that doesn't want sex all the time? Huh. The, the ghosts are running away from that one. Oh. She wants her first time to be special. The first time is never special. She sets off on her own throughout this festival, while the other girls easily pick up men. But, uh-oh. There's a killer on the loose. Oh, no. A vampire. I would have never suspected it based off of the previous anecdotes. <laughs> yeah, there is a vampire loose in this festival who's, you know, killing young women and just leaving them there and nobody gives a shit because it's Halloween. This is yeah. She just looks like a pa- like she's passed out and drunk. Yeah. They must and have some like really fucking good fake blood here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if no one can ever <laughs> tell the difference between the real thing and yeah, this is a film costume. about the bystander syndrome. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> eventually she gives up, and her sister's gonna play a big joke on her, but she is accosted by this vampire, and there's a fight. My, my, what big eyes you have. Eventually, we see someone get thrown into the party, literally wrapped in this cape. But it's the vampire, who's not a vampire at all. It's old, Who is it? It's old man Principal Wilkins. Principal Wilkins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> who's literally just been going around with plastic fangs like this is Vampire's Kiss all over again. <laughs> Gotta watch our previous episode <laughs> to get that one. He had a little higher quality one, so. True. That's true. His were convincing. But I, I feel like he, he sort of carried the vampire essence a lot better than our, our pal Nick did. Yeah. It looks like Principal Wilkins is going to be Lori's first. Good for her, I guess. It slowly dawns on him that he is tied up, and so are all these other guys at the party. What are all these dead bodies doing here? Yeah, all these other guys are dead. This isn't a great party at all. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) I'd say it's one of the top ten worst parties I've been to. (laughs) This is when the girls start tearing off their clothes and their Uh skin. Uh, hmm. Uh-huh. You can't you know, see I... it, but I'm wiggling my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I'm, still, I'm still trying to decide whether I like that or not. Uh, because these girls aren't so helpless after all. They're werewolves. Kind of shittily done uh, werewolves, but they're werewolves. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good result. Yeah. So, you know, they're just going to eat these men, and that was Lori's first time. You, you always remember the first time you fucking kill a man. What's your name, honey? Stephen. Stephen? Stephen Wilkins. I'm glad you're a first. I really am. 
like you. Who are you people? <laughs> happy Voroween. Happy Holivore. Uh, Everyone that, that say one. goodbye to Ben. This is his last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. All... I liked this segment. All... It was my second favorite. <laughs> All Vor Eve. Yeah, it's because it's only Vor and nothing else. Oh God! Really, you're just boring candy if you think about it. Are Are we going to go down this route? Is this the rest of the episode? Uh, I think I'm out of steam. Good. Good. God. Anyways, this was a good one because I like when they uh, they ate him. That was pretty good. Yeah. This movie, for the most part, is very good to its women. Yeah, yeah, except for, like, the very first part. Yeah. Yeah, except for the women who get murdered. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. There's more than one of them. I guess, no, I guess that there are young girls who get murdered as well, so. Shit. This, this movie is very good to some women. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We take those. My, my, one big eyes. That's technically the end of the night, but we're going to rewind a bit. Now, you might be wondering how we got here. Mm -hmm. Throughout the rest of the movie, we've been seeing glimpses of this child in like this orange onesie with a burlap sack over his head out trick-or-treating. I believe he gets candy from Principal Wilkins. He approves of... Rhonda as she escapes, and he watches the werewolf feast. This is the same kid that appeared in Season's Greetings. So he's just like a big-time voyeur, huh? Hmm. Well, his name is Sam. He's played by Quinn Lord, who's actually kind of adorable since the actor was actually nine years old when he played him. Aw. <laughs> but... He's not our main focus for... Well, he technically is. Our next story is called Meet Sam. But our lead is the neighbor from earlier, Mr. Creek, played by Brian Cox, who's an old man who hates candy and Halloween and everything. Bah humbug. Yeah. And he does rig up his dog with a cool little setup to scare children away when they come trick-or-treating. It is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And then he just steals yeah. their candy, which is less cool. Well, do the kids really need that candy? They'll get diabetes. Like, I'm gonna... I'm an adult. I have to pay for my candy. These kids just get it from the other people or their parents. That's not so fair. Children are freeloaders. I have a rent to pay and a dog to feed and cool dog costumes to buy. So, <laughs> so excuse me if I'm just going to sit here feeling miserable. 
And that's the thing. He literally just gets some candy and sets it aside. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, it's more... he like takes one bite. It's, it's it's more about the ideal of the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, this doesn't go over. So yeah, it's a cute little dog. Yeah, it's a cute dog. It is a cute dog. Like a Jack Russell, I yeah. think. Would not know. I think. No. Sounds right. After we see the backyard scene from the principal storyline from the other perspective. Who the hell is that? I've got an NRA membership in my pocket and a shotgun over the fireplace. So get out of here before I... It's, uh, it's me, Mr. Creed. Uh, Stephen, Stephen Wilkins. Hey, what in God's name are you doing down there, Wilkins? Huh? Hiding bodies? <sighs> Mr. Creek notices that someone seems to have broken into his house. There's jack-o'-lanterns everywhere outside. And... There's the fact that when he goes into his bedroom, there's this pumpkin on fire with trick or treat, give me something good to eat, scrawled all over it. That's not particularly like yeah. a scary thing to write. Yeah, I mean, all over the fucking room and blood. I mean, it took someone like fucking very talented to like Sistine Chapel it, I guess. But yeah, other than that, but as he goes to investigate it. This kid reaches out from under the bed and slices his Achilles tendon. Owie. Which a razor blade embedded in a candy bar. Now, Sam isn't so happy that this old man isn't giving out Halloween treats. That's not in the spirit of things. So as a result, he's just... All these fucking young freeloaders. They're such a nuisance. Unfortunately. I'm on his side. Well, Sam has home alone to the house. <laughs> oh, God. He legitimately... Already? He puts jawbreakers on the stairs along with, like, broken glass and barbed wire. You yeah. can't be the wet bandits in your own home. That's fucked up. Yeah, that, that's breaking a few rules, I think. You know what they say, home is where you're never the wet bandit. <laughs> Eventually, after a bit more fighting, I don't recall if the dog dies or not. I'm sorry. The dog does he not does die. Not. The dog does okay, not good, die. Okay, good, good. The I, dog yeah, is I was very concerned about yes, it. I paid close attention as well. I was very concerned. <laughs> yes. Like, anytime this dog appeared, God, I was like, same. As soon that, as I saw, that dog better not get hurt. As soon as I saw the dog is okay. was a dog the, in the movie. I was like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. But, yeah, especially a horror movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Well, Sam has standards. Yeah. That's true. Dogs are, they don't have societal expectations placed upon them to give out candy because they are not blessed with the gift of being able to consume candy themselves. So that would just be cruel. <laughs> it's part of the dog bill of rights or whatever. Yeah. And dog costumes are like fucking torture. <laughs> yeah. So they can't be expected to do that either. Mm. After a bit of a fight, 
Mr. Krieg actually manages to unmask this kid. But it's not a kid at all. It's this Mr. Wilkins. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, it, it's not Mr. Wilkins. Ah, uh, okay. Mr. Wilkins has explicitly refused to help by this point. Wilkins! Wilkins! Over here! Wilkins! Wilkins, help me, goddammit! Help me! Wilkins! <laughs> yeah. He's got his own storyline He's already carry. in the room. Because he's already in the room. Mm. No, this is some weird pumpkin demon who appears to actually be made yeah. out of pumpkin, as you will find out. Yeah. Yeah, some digging reveals that Sam is actually. Jesus, I should be able to pronounce this. Sawin? Sawain? One of those. Who are, you, who are you looking to to correct that? Because I think you know it's not going to be me. If anyone in this group knew it, it would probably be Mir. Exactly. Uh, what were we talking about again? Sorry. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Original name, Sawin? So... Yeah, I think, I feel like that's not how it's pronounced, <laughs> but... But nice try, Jacob. Like, we just know that no, you're No, I think it, I think it was like... They say it in the fucking film. some British dude said it was pronounced, because it's an Irish word, but... He's, like, the guy behind Wicca, so I don't trust, like, anything he says. <laughs> um, I'd need to look up how Irish words are pronounced again. Well, that's always gonna be a... That's... We just want to make our stance clear one more time that fuck the Brits, by the way. Hmm. Yeah. However it's pronounced, this <laughs> never, kid... Never forget that. This kid is literally the spirit of Halloween. So... You'd think that he'd be more, like, jovial then, you know? <laughs> yes, the jolly time of Halloween! It's jolly, fuck you! <laughs> Mr. Creek does what you usually do when faced with the sentient personifications of holidays and he shoots the fuck out of it i, I think that was the plot of the santa claus <laughs> <laughs> oh god he's gonna become the new spirit of halloween <laughs> exactly and he's also gonna turn into tim allen oh no oh god that's a worse fate. <laughs> <laughs> no you can't kill the boogeyman uh, and sam's uh, alive and after a failed call to 911, which you'd think 911 would look into regardless of whether or not you got disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween. It's just a prank call. Don't even worry about it. Fake blood, fake prank 911 phone calls. It's all the same. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah. I'd like to report a... Hello? 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 Sam is about to kill Mr. Krieg with one of the most imaginative weapons in a slasher film I've ever seen, which is literally just this large lollipop with a bite taken out of it. It's good. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't mention this earlier, but uh, the woman from the beginning, her head, her dismembered head has 
this same lollipop shoved in her mm-hmm. mouth. But he's about to deliver the killing blow to Mr. Krieg. But instead of hitting the body, he hits a piece of candy that he had set aside earlier. And Sam My is last a piece of candy. Yep. Sam gets to leave. He just leaves. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Mr. Creek just fucking bandages himself, even though he's definitely got like a sliced Achilles tendon, several broken ribs, a broken arm by this point. Yeah, no, nah, he got pretty fucked. He also like got his hands fucking glass coated. Yeah, so. that was yeah. painful Not to watch. Great. Not a great situation for him. Yeah. But he is, you know, later that night doing Halloween the right way. But we see some photos yeah. that he threw into the fire earlier. As you do. Yes, because what better time than Halloween to just sit there, brood, and throw old mementos into the fireplace? Yeah, air out your dirty laundry. <laughs> but Mr. Krieg, as it turns out, used to be a bus driver. I like how he has a sentimental photo of himself with all those kids he fucking hated. Yeah, in costume. Like, this was clearly taken the same day. <laughs> yeah. Here's me about to murder some fucking kids. Yep. And... You know, hashtag, hashtag YOLO, hashtag, uh, never forget. Sam sees the couple from earlier arguing and decides, you know, fuck it. He's had a long day. He's not going to take this girl taking down the decorations early. What? You're supposed to keep it lit. Why? Uh, ancient tradition? Henry, it's Halloween, not Hanukkah. Baby, I'm, I'm lit, I'm... and you're lit. Hurry up. This night's over. Those kids from earlier, they apparently left the rock quarry and decided to pay a visit to an old friend. Trick or I like to think that they all had to take the elevator up, too, so they just sort of had to chill in the elevator for yeah. a time. <laughs> so, like, they had to wait for all of them to get up, so it's like three trips up and down. So what's like, your favorite kind of sediment? <laughs> <laughs> Girl from Ipanina's playing? They've got to be, like, really, like, if they've been hanging out in this quarry for a long time, they've got to be some fucking, like, geology experts. <laughs> Boy, that one took a little bit to get out there. Yeah. I'll be on the final one is the most separated and takes up like the last half hour of the film. In all honesty, I think it's the weakest of the bunch. Uh I mean I think the very first part is probably the weakest. Mm. Yeah. Well then agree to disagree, the... but that's trick or treat. That's where the movie ends. Oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to, like, end on, like, mm, no, actually, you're wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I was satisfied with, like, the very ending yeah. of him being confronted it... with the children he Yeah, murdered. that's a very good ending. I'm just but, not like, a huge fan. But, like, the fight with Sam... I'm... The fight with Sam, I felt, went on, like, too long. Like, I remember pausing... At one point, thinking it was almost the end, and seeing yeah. that there were still nine minutes left, yeah. and I was it, like, what the fuck? It feels like it tries to do some almost, like, Evil Dead 2 type stuff, but doesn't really... It's not quite as interesting. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of home invasion movies either, so... Yeah. Yeah. But this film was going to be released 
as I said, in October of 2007. But then it wasn't. Why not? Um, October's when the Halloween is. Well, most people attribute it to Warner Brothers, either because Doherty's previous work, Superman Returns, was a bit of a disappointment, or because it would go up against Saw 4 and they didn't like those chances. So this film really aired all around the place in festivals. First one, December of 2007, up until it was released direct to DVD in October of 2009. Oh. Oof. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of critics really like this movie, too. It won a few Audience Choice Awards, and it's gotten a fair amount of merchandise. Like, Sam, in his own right, has become a bit of a Halloween icon. Not as great as, say, Freddy or Jason, but probably the most prevalent of the last ten years or so. Yeah. One of my friends called uh, Sam... Jack Skellington's little brother. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you saying that you, you don't think that the bye-bye man is going to have that lasting appeal? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the snowman? You had all the clues to stop this, Mr. Police? Hmm. I don't think that was a monster, though. Hmm. I think that was just a regular murder man. <laughs> that's the scariest part. They look They're just tangled. like everyone else. Ooh, that's pretty good. But, yeah, this film actually did get a comic book adaptation which you can kind of see a lot of yeah it had a lot of comic book stylings in the film itself well not a lot yeah like like the opening and closing the opening and then like the ending the closing credits opening and closing yeah it got released as a graphic novel in 2009 along with the original release and actually got a sequel comic trick-or-treat days of the dead in october of 2015 but, you know, this film, despite its love, it didn't really do so well. Its original release was its only home media for a long time. However, as time goes on, it seems to be getting a bigger following every year. And a spiritual successor was released by Doherty in 2015, the film Krampus. is a horror Christmas film. I have not seen it. I've heard it's kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I've heard kind of mixed things about it. I mean, part of it for me is just that it stars Adam Scott, who I can't see as anyone other than his Parks and Rec character. I I feel like the primary strength of Trick or Treat is that it's an anthology telling several stories, whereas Krampus tries to stick with just one. Yeah, I definitely think that the the structure of it was one of the more memorable aspects. And yeah. while it would still probably be, you know, it would certainly have its merits without it, not, not to say otherwise, but I think that that structure is sort of what kept it so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the characters, like, all sort of cross paths in some way or another throughout the film. Mm-hmm. You You see it all the time, like, numerous points in the film... In addition to Sam, you see either, like, the kids looking for jack-o'-lanterns or Rondo walking along with her wagon back from the rock quarry. Mm -hmm. Following up, they made a series of short films featuring Sam for a number of holidays, such as Easter, Thanksgiving, and Back to School. 
with Fearnet. What would the Halloween spirit be doing on back to school? He has to get an education. Sorry. And in 2013, they did officially announce a sequel, Trick or Treat 2. It does seem like something that would be... It's a format that could pretty easily handle a sequel, just because you already had... Yeah. You know. However... It was just a separate individual story. Dirty is currently working on Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But has stated that he hopes that he can get back to Trick or Treat 2 once he's finished with that film. In addition... There have been a series of online tie-ins, and there was actually a trick-or-treat-themed area added to the Halloween Horror Nights event at Universal Orlando. Hmm. Sounds spooky. Yeah. It's interesting and kind of easy to see why this film did so well. I was honestly surprised. On IMDb, it holds like a 6.8 rating, while like professional reviews are more of an or like 83 it's unique. Like, it's not that the horror anthology concept is entirely original. I mean, probably the best known example would be Creep Show, but this is really the only one I can think of where they're all tied in the same way that they are. And I was actually kind of disappointed in myself for waiting so long to get to it. Yeah. See, I don't have that just because I barely knew about it, so sucks for you, I guess. Mm. But no, it's nice. It's 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 cool feeling like it's a complete image of like a a Halloween night rather than just like a singular event. Yeah, it, I think that in that respect, it's it's nothing. It's kind of a goofy thing to say, but in that in that sense, it does a good job of capturing like the spirit of the season. You know, yeah. I mean, nothing against slashers, yeah. but we do need more originality in horror. I, I say that like slashers are still a big thing, but you know. <laughs> are they i don't know i don't keep up with horror i do have some problems with slashers is is the slender man's what's big these days <laughs> and a- after yeah, that I caused like a real life him. murder case or assault case i don't think that people really Ass- assault. do slender man assault anymore. yes the the girl in question yeah. survived to put a cap on the horror for now thank you for listening to it's symbolic if finally i was just getting too spooked there yeah if you want to let us know exactly how spooked you were or you have a suggestion for something for us to cover go ahead and contact us we are on twitter at it's symbolic pc or through email at it's symbolic podcast at gmail.com we are also on 
Instagram at It's Symbolic Podcast if you want to see even more horror. Or rather, the exact same horror that we just talked about, but in a visual format. That does sound pretty spooky. Ooh. And if you really want to get into the Halloween spirit, go ahead, no matter how you're listening to us, leave a rating and review, spread the word. It helps more than you think. The spirit of giving is now Halloween. I have so decreed it. I'm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm Jacob. I'm here. I'm Ben. Join us next time when we see just how far we can go to avoid using the word said. Mm-hmm. What lengths would you go so, to? Are you talking about, like, yeah, when you're when you're in, like, a writing class and you're like, I have to really, like, spice up my writing here. So you pull out a fucking the story yeah. and you just, God. Yeah, that's one of my pet peeves in writing. I mean, I'm... I'm pretty sure that that the substitute used to place in this next topic is ejaculated. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say that. It was that. used in a Harry Potter book as well. <laughs> well, okay, but that I don't have standards. I have no expectations. <laughs> everything else should be. <laughs> if you're, if I, you're think, the uh, the, I think the Sherlock Holmes books, people were ejaculating things a Mom always said she was the runt of the litter.